Hey, lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily, and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Hello, my dear. Welcome back to another episode of The Kind Mind Project. I am here back in my video format, um, but also on a new platform uh, recording-wise. So let me know if our sound quality has improved. Um, I had some folks reach out to me and say, you know, Em, sound quality over there on KMP is not like what it used to be. So I am so very thankful that you brought that to my attention and that I am able to investigate and switch platforms to hopefully get that to improve. So thank you. I am glad that you're here for another video installment of the podcast. So let's get into today. You know, I think it's time that you owe yourself a little bit of an apology. I think it's time that you owe yourself an apology for being in spaces where you knew you weren't being respected where you weren't being wanted or appreciated or loved or valued. But instead you stayed for the sake of history. I can't tell you how many times I have stayed comfortable or what I told myself was content because, well, this is how it's always been. This is history. It's just been this way for so long. Meanwhile, we find ourselves knowing that we want something more, that we want something different, that we know a change needs to happen. But you stayed. And we tell ourselves it's because of history. We spend so much time in places, environments, careers, relationships, where we know we're not being respected, wanted, appreciated, loved, or valued. And today I want to help you come to terms with that apology. I want to help walk you through the process of seeing it for what it is and the cycle and the pattern that it is. And also exercising some forgiveness because you are a human being. I think first we're going to have to dig deeper into why you stayed. It wasn't just based on history. We stay with what's familiar. We stay because the unknown of leaving that space or that environment or that relationship or that job for the unknown is terrifying. So you stayed for a while because the uncertainty was more scary than the shitty that you were dealing with. 
You know, I heard this the other day, and I probably should take my own advice sometimes. I heard this the other day, and it was a very accomplished businesswoman saying, if you are not moving up or out within two years, you are never going to make the amount of income that you could, and you're going to continue to be unhappy in your job. And that really struck with me. I That really just, like, stuck. And really what she was saying is if you are not leveling up every two years in your career or moving on to a new opportunity in your career, then we need to take a look at the potential for some change. I think that applies to more than just business, more than just our career and our livelihood and our income, right? If you're relationships are not continuing to level up and improve at least every two years, maybe it's time to reevaluate. Really, what do we mean by that? Well, you don't want a life that's stagnant. You don't want a life that's stagnant. You don't want that same shit, different day kind of life. And if we don't have some kind of mile marker to be able to assess and hold ourselves accountable, then yeah, we're going to continue to apologize for being in the same space where I knew I was not respected, wanted, appreciated, loved, or valued. We have to reassess. That also means that we have to face uncertainty. We don't know that the next opportunity is going to be better. We don't know that the next relationship or career move or environment or new city that we live in is going to be better. But we do know that we're not going to be stagnant. That it's not going to be same shit, different day over here. First of all, I want to address the guilt component. The guilty feeling of, wow, maybe I could have done things so much differently And maybe if other people are dependent on us and I had made that change, their lives would have been different too. I want to encourage you to be patient with yourself in that. I truly, truly believe that you were doing the best with what you had. You were doing the best with the resources that were available to you. I don't expect you to not feel guilty, though. I don't expect you to suddenly be totally fine with apologizing to myself, Emily, sure. But we're going to have to look at that guilt for what it is, right? It's a want that things happened sooner. It's a want that things happened differently. So now that we're here, now that you're able to to look at this experience, this career, this relationship, or what it is, a change that needs to happen. Now that we're here, you have the opportunity to do it now. Oftentimes, we experience guilt because we wish something happened differently. This is where you know my tough love is going to kick in and say, we can't change that. We're not there. We're here. So now, with what we know now, what are we going to do differently? With what we know now, 
how are we going to proceed? Because this is a both and. I can honor your humanhood and truly to my core believe that you were doing the best with what you had. You stayed in that space because it was familiar and uncertainty was too much for you at the time. But if you're listening to this message right now and you're hearing, damn, I, I should have done this sooner. I want to encourage you instead to say, I can do this now with what I know now, because guilt cripples us. Guilt stops us from moving. The more that we sit there with our, I should have, or I must have, or I failed at, the more that we sit in that space, the less movement is able to happen. So with the information that you have now, you get a choice in how you're going to proceed. Yes, you stayed in that space where you knew you were not being appreciated or valued, or loved, or wanted. And you have the gift of the insight that you're carrying with you now to choose to do something differently. We may may not be able to make it happen sooner, but we can make it happen now. That also requires us to get really comfortable with being uncomfortable. That requires us to accept the idea that we're going to have to face uncertainty. So many times I feel like I've had this experience of, I don't know what the answer it is, but I do know it's not this. I feel like this situation is very similar. I don't know what the answer is, but I know that I don't want to be and I refuse to be in an environment where I am not appreciated, valued, loved, and wanted. Now, it's my job to figure out what that environment is. I know what it isn't. I know where it isn't. I know with who it isn't, right? We can sit here with that guilt and ruminate with it. Or we can use that piece of information as an opportunity to, for us to go find what that might be. So I'm not going to ask you not to feel guilty. That would be asking you not to be a human. But I am asking you to not sit in that guilt for too, too long. To give yourself the apology that you deserve. And to allow it to be both. I can apologize to myself for staying in that space when I knew I wasn't appreciated or valued or utilized. And I can use it as information For what I can do now, I cannot turn back time. I cannot make things happen sooner or make me realize sooner or make me leave sooner. But I can now. And I think that's powerful. And for the woman that's sitting there saying, well, Emily, if I could have done it, if I can do it now, I could have done it then. First of all, you're stubborn like me. I see you. And I want to challenge you to consider how the circumstances were different, how your life experiences were different. Maybe the bandwidth that you had, the capacity that you had, the supports that you had in place, all of these things that played into 
your ability to reach the level of insight that you have now. So if you're sitting there saying, well, if I can do it now, if I can realize it now, if I have the insight now, why the hell didn't I do it then? I want you to sit down and make a list of all the reasons why you couldn't, of all the reasons why the circumstances were different and what got in the way of you making that realization. What got in the way of you fully looking at why you were staying? Why you didn't make the change? There were reasons. Otherwise, you would have done it. A reason might have even been, I don't have the capacity to do the hard shit right now. I don't have the capacity to manage the uncertainty. I don't have the tools I need or the level of motivation I need to manage the uncertainty. Maybe I'm not prepared to fail. All still reasons. So I challenge you, if you're sitting there saying, well, I could have done it then if I can do it now. I challenge you to look at all the reasons of why that might not entirely be the case. And why circumstances might have been a hell of a lot different then. Oh yeah, the apology heart. You know, I think as ambitious women, it's really challenging for us to truly exercise forgiveness with ourselves instead of being wildly critical and sometimes self-deprecating. <laughs> I think a lot of times it's, it's really challenging for us to authentically forgive. And so this next part is going to ask us to get really vulnerable. You know, sometimes it's okay for you to live in a certain space because it's familiar. It's okay for you to stay in that relationship because it's what you know. And when I say it's okay, that doesn't mean that's what I want for you. It doesn't mean the life that I want you to have is that. But what it does mean is that you are human for doing so. You are wired for certainty and habit. So it's okay that you stayed. It's okay that you stayed in that career that you knew was draining you and you knew your skills weren't being fully utilized. It's, it's okay that you didn't immediately leave that relationship. You know, I worked with a business mentor not too, too long ago who I, I looked up to very much and still do. But this was also someone that was expecting a lot of unhuman decisions out of someone like myself who was not in a place to just up and quit her day job and jump into something that was wildly uncertain. Nor was that something I even knew I wanted. And it didn't feel like a human decision to me. 
I was asked to do something that I I didn't even know was if it was something that I wanted and I was asked to do it immediately or I would fail. Not necessarily what I was looking for in a mentor and got really guilty and judgmental of the fact that I wasn't able to do it. That I wasn't able to just do it because that's what you have to do in order to succeed and you just have to make the big decisions to get the big results. Sometimes it's not that. Sometimes that's not the next best step. So if you're sitting there being critical of yourself, really struggling with that apology, I want to remind you that there is a time and a place and a way to go about big decisions. Are we going to have all the answers before that decision occurs? No, I don't expect us to. But I do expect that you know in your gut it's what you want. Maybe something that factored into this idea of it's taking so long for me to realize that that career wasn't right for me or that relationship wasn't right for me. Maybe a part of the equation is that you didn't know what the hell was. Maybe a part of the equation was you knew something was off, but you didn't know that meant that something was wrong. So I don't think it's fair for us to hold ourselves to this standard of yes or no, this or that, make a choice or don't make a choice, do the scary thing or don't do the scary thing. It's not that simple. Nor are you. Your wants change all the time, just like mine do. Our ambitions change all the time. And that's not an excuse for us not to act. But it does give us the opportunity to truly discern, is this something wrong that needs to change immediately? Is this a need that's not being met? There was analysis that happened there. Analysis that brought you to the point of today, when you're sitting here saying, man, I allowed myself to stay in those spaces where I wasn't appreciated, or wasn't valued, or my skills weren't being utilized. It took a lot of trial and error to get you to that place. And I think it's only fair that it takes a little bit more trial and error to get you where you want to go. We might not even know where that is yet. And that's okay. And I want you to hear me when I say that apologizing to ourselves for the way that we treated ourselves in the process is different than saying, it's okay that I stayed in that space and allowed myself to be disrespected. Those are two very different things. I can apologize for the way that I treated myself, the choices that I made, and what I allowed. I can apologize for that. And it doesn't mean that I was okay with it. Nor does it mean that I was fully conscious of it. But I, myself, the only vehicle, the only constant that I have in my entire life from the day that I'm born to the day that I die, that deserves an apology. And I know that I might not be able to ask you for that now. 
But I do hope that this sparked a conversation inside of you that allows you to get to a place where that apology is genuine, where you really mean it, where you're able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for allowing myself to stay in spaces that I knew I was not being respected, appreciated, utilized, valued, or loved, or wanted. I'm so sorry that I did that to us. And now I know better. Now I know better. I hope that you get to a place where you allow yourself to authentically and vulnerably apologize. And that you're able to wash off some of that guilt that's associated with it. I hope this started some kind of conversation for you today. And I'm excited to hear about what you think of this new platform of ours. Do you feel like the sound quality is worse? Better? The same? Let me know. Let me know. Uh, because it ends up sounding differently on your end than it does on mine. And I want to make sure that I'm providing you with the best experience possible, both in the content that I provide, but also the logistics of sound quality and so on. So let me know what you think. And until we chat again, I hope that you know that my DMs are always, always open and you are so much more than welcomed and loved here. I love you. Talk to you soon. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know, okay? But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.